What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host for today, Simon Villanos, a.k.a. Coach V. And this is episode 224 here. Uh, hey, look, happy holidays. Uh, Merry late Christmas here. If you haven't checked out the Christmas episode from a couple days ago, uh, well, two days ago when this would be dropped, go ahead and check it out. We talk about all the best moments. We, as in myself, Cody, and Gideon, talk about all the best moments from the 2022 Colorado high school football season and on that episode I said I would be doing a little film breakdown episode a couple days later here only got two players I just really wanted to break down these uh, quarterbacks film just because I've been really impressed with their game and I want to make it known that I see them and um, really just put them on here a little bit because they deserve the recognition um, they deserve it so much that I decided to go ahead and make a personal film breakdown for them to drop here and all that great stuff. We will be doing more film breakdowns um, outside our top five senior series list. If you haven't checked it out, basically we go ahead and break down the film of the best football players in this class of 2023 here in Colorado. And we rank them um, position by position. We did safeties last week. I believe we've done ed or sorry linebackers and tight ends before. And then this upcoming Friday, uh, you should see an edge rushers episode drop. And so you could check all of that out, um, obviously, here on the podcast at Playmakers Corner. And so we are doing field breakdowns there. But after this, uh, we're going to do the honorable mentions that we mentioned in each episode. We'll break down those uh, guys' film. And then we're going to be open to request. And request basically means... If you want to request a player, be like, hey, I really want to see what you think about this player, uh, both here in Colorado or nationally, we've done both, then go ahead and go to the link in our bio, fill out that Google form, and we could get to that whenever we can. Um, we are pretty booked, I'm not even going to lie, already for the next uh, couple months, and so make sure you get those requests in whenever you can so that we could take a look at these players break down the film and all that great stuff uh the more film the better we could work with at least three minutes we'll just acknowledge though that we can't you know break down that to the best of our capabilities but we'll do what we can like i said the more film the better but with all of that being said, I know it was kind of a long intro. Let's go ahead and hop into this thing. This shouldn't be a super long episode, but shoot, who knows? Let's go ahead and hop into this thing and start by talking about the young Cherokee Trail quarterback sophomore as of right now, Elliot Ming. Last year was his first year starting last year as in the 2022 season was his first year starting. He still has two more years at Cherokee Trail here and you know this was a guy that really impressed me by the way he stands at around six foot 170 pounds at least according to his little max preps page here uh, class of 2025 like I said sophomore here and on the year threw for 1347 yards 14 touchdowns to eight picks uh, did have like 72 rushing yards and on top of that I do want to say there are only two games I believe that he did not play in, which had to have been the Grandview game and the Eagle Crest game, which 
Cherokee Trail scored zero points in both of those. And I'm in pretty I'm pretty sure in every game that Elliot Ming played in, they scored some sort of touchdown um, or points. And this was honestly a year where Cherokee Trail was rebuilding. You know, they lost some guys last year, lost a lot of guys last year. Travis Gray, their talented left tackle, he's at CU, still at CU under Coach Prime over there. So he's doing his thing. Uh, they lost uh, Jack Pierce. They lost a couple guys. Um, oh, their quarterback, obviously, as well. And so this was definitely a little bit of a rebuilding year. And so for Elliot Ming, first year starter, I would say, you know, it's a pretty successful year to basically score multiple uh, touchdowns or multiple points like as an over seven points in every game he's played in the only two games he didn't play in against Eagle Crest and Grandview. They lost 30 to zero and 28 to zero. And so let's really talk about Elliot Ming here. I know some of these stats aren't super impressive. Like, Oh, 14 touchdowns, they picks. It's all right. But, you know, he is a first-year starter, you know, and a sophomore at that, so you got to keep that in mind. Uh, also, Cherokee Trail, I mean, they have a huge talent pool. They're one of the biggest schools in the entire state, if not the biggest school in the entire state. And so for him to beat out all the guys that must have been competing for the job is pretty big. But let's go ahead and talk about the rubric that I grade uh, Elliot Ming here at quarterback. And I will grade our next quarterback uh, as well and so this rubric is the same one we use for our top five seniors list basically you know we have 10 different categories and we give you a rating one through 10 here and so let me go through that system real quick here if we give you a one through three basically that means you need improvement should be a priority for this player at best this skill set slash category is okay but ultimately this is a skill that may cause this person to get benched at any time this season so um definitely in the present there something they should be worried about if we give them a rating four to six that means it's average the skill set on a bad day is just below average but above average at the very best will suffice for the time being but could definitely be a problem on the next level that means college uh and all that great stuff but on the high school level it's it'll work out it'll do um, or in a future season, you know, a year or two from now, if there's more competition at that position. So, yeah. Now, if we give the skill set slash category rating between seven to eight, that's above average to good. This skill is in their bag. Uh, one of the reasons that makes them a solid player here, kind of comparable to a two star to low three star talent, depending on where they're rated. Obviously, if they're rated closer to an eight, they're closer to a low three star talent. Anywhere with a seven, like a 7.1 or 7.6, you know, that's about two star average, right? If we give them a rating 8 to 9, uh, which is where we do see a lot of these ratings um, scored on, at least for the good players, uh, that's a good to great skill. You know, that skill is comparable to a 3 to 4 star talent. And then 9 to 10 is very good to elite, comparable to a 4 to 5 star talent there. So... The 10 categories we have here when evaluating quarterbacks is arm power, arm accuracy, timing on those overall mechanics slash the fluidity with those mechanics, decision-making decision skills, scramble ability, throwing the run ability, pocket awareness, pocket movement, frame, size, and then we have the overall. We add all those up, and that gives our overall grade here. And so let's just go down the line here. 
uh, talk about what I gave him at each skill set uh, slash category, and we'll expand on that. So for arm power, gave him an 8.5. This one was kind of hard. Uh, so I watched it through his highlight reel, obviously. And then the two games I really focused on for Elliot Ming was the Arapaho game and the Rock Canyon game, uh, their one playoff game. Uh, watched those games in whole, just on the offensive side, obviously, because he's a quarterback. And, you know, just looking at his arm power, this is a kid that could definitely throw it deep, you know, really stretch out defenses. You got to respect the deep ball with Elliott Ming here. You can't just allow him to stand back there and throw a strike deep because he will, and he will throw it uh, really well with accuracy and everything, especially if it's one-on-one. -on -one. I know he has a talented receiver slash athlete over there in Peyton Summers, who is also only a sophomore. So you see a lot of those type of plays where he's just going deep, and it's a beautiful thrown ball. Um, now, when he is under pressure or when he's running around and stuff that arm power could falter a little bit uh and it's probably not as strong as it could be but you know we'll we'll talk about more of that here later though but for now i gave him an 8.5 so comparable to a three star you know potential to be a four star type of arm talent here or arm power here if he continues to get bigger i mean he's only 170 so there's plenty of room here if he gets to 200 pounds then we're really talking so there you go now arm accuracy gave him an 8.6 here the reason it's not higher is because of consistently just straight up other than that you know just look if you just look at the highlight reel there are plenty of excellent i mean like nfl type of throws he makes with just great accuracy between defenders and whatnot i mean he's squeezing it into some pretty tight spots against i want to say it was against rock canyon um he was on the run and they needed to score here under pressure threw it between two corners and i want to say there's a safety above here it was a beautiful throw as accurate as it could get not many quarterbacks can make that type of throw here in this state and so that was big time um and so there you go that's kind of where that comes from there's a lot of potential with it i mean like i said when he has a clean pocket and whatnot he throws strikes all over the field um it's not just short gains i mean deep throws as well when he has a clean pocket and it's you know the right decision and he throws it deep he's pretty much on the money almost all the time here you know um that's kind of a big strength there he has a beautiful deep ball that's just extremely accurate and so just looking at all three levels here uh mid game as well you know when throwing mid-range routes he does a good job there there was one really nice play where he moved around and um a receiver just basically sat down in the middle between zones and he was able to throw at 15 ish yards up maybe a little bit more um to his receiver right on the money while on the run and so you know on all levels he has shown the ability to really just like just take apart a defense you know if it's there if the throw is there and so love to see that but consistency is definitely kind of an issue here uh which is why it's not higher to be honest with you um even then this rating could be a little bit lower i'm being a little generous with that 8.6 to be honest with you now time on throws gave him a 7.8 and the reason it's at a 7.8 is 
purely because of consistency because there are times where he's absolutely on the money the play cannot be made if the timing is off here it would be a turnover or incomplete but there are many times where he's just throwing it and i mean this is all three levels here where the timing is great you know those are right when the receiver is snapping his head around uh right when he gets that separation uh that second or half second of separation and he just does a good job putting it on those receivers and so there's that but when under pressure it's just not great uh he it gets he's a little rattled i would say the timing is off or you know when it's yeah, I mean, that's really it. When there's pressure, the timing is definitely significantly off. Uh, but, you know, if he has a clean pocket, it will pretty much always be on the money. So there you go. Overall mechanics, fluidity gave him an 8.5. Uh, doesn't have a elongated release. Doesn't have a weird throwing motion. It's pretty smooth. You know, it's pretty quick too. So I feel like that's pretty solid. I'd have to watch him throw more to, you know, really nitpick at this. But I think 8.5 is a pretty solid you know, mechanics uh, rating here. Now, decision-making skills gave him a six. Um, you could tell he's a young quarterback because there are definitely times where, you know, I'm loving the decision. I'm loving the decision to be aggressive, to go deep, to stretch out a defense. It's one-on-one. -on -one. Allow your receivers to make plays. I love those decisions a lot. Uh, I also love the decisions where, you know, hey, I just got to get a first down keep extending this drive, keep extending this drive, uh, when he chooses to do those, those are great, but in my opinion, there are definitely times, uh, specifically when he's under pressure and whatnot, or, you know, when he's not under pressure, where you can kind of tell he's just a little trigger happy here, where he wants to go for the big play, he wants to go deep, I think he probably has a little bit more of a tendency to do that, and I'm not mad at it, um, I'm not completely mad at it, that is, but you gotta continue to tune that up, um, you know, continue to do your film work, look at defenses, throw against different defenses, and understand, you know, what your cues are there, so that you know where to go with the football, and situationally also understand where you need to go with the football, because I think there are times where situationally, he kind of just understands, okay, it's not fourth down, it's not third down, I don't need to get a first down right away, uh, it's first and second down, so I can take shots here, and while I don't hate doing that, you know, I don't hate those decisions, you gotta be smart on early downs if you want to continue to extend drives to put together nice scoring drives not just for yourself but for the team which is what matters and so i think specifically you could do better on decision making on early downs and against pressure against pressure i kind of feel like he doesn't know the cues yet to understand all right the pressure is coming from this area you know, my linemen are going to be overwhelmed here. There are times where it looks like he's a little bit too trusting of his offensive line here, which was didn't play exactly great this season either, to be completely honest with you. There are times where I'm just looking at this Cherokee Trail line, and I'm like, what are you doing right now? And it's not because you're not big or athletic. I know you're all those things. You're just not as well coached as you probably could be. And so for Elliot Ming here as a quarterback, you got to understand, hey, you know, where's this pressure coming from? On top of that, you know, depending on what type of pressure it is, where the blitz is coming from, what side is going to get overloaded or whatever, you know, what routes will be available for me to throw in the time that I have or what can I do to extend this drive here to buy myself a little bit more time to throw to the routes that might need a little bit more development here. And so I think 
you know, this was his first year uh, as a varsity starter. He's going to continue to understand that he has two more years, you know, and so I, but I do really want to see him, you know, just develop, you know, that IQ, you know, to understand, all right, you know, this is where the pressure is coming from. This is how much time I have. Situationally, this is what I got to do with what I am given up front. You know, I think that's the best way to say it. And so as he gets older, he's going to get there. You know, it just requires a little bit more, you know, film work and stuff. As he does that, his game's going to be cleaned up by a lot, I think, because I think the talent is definitely there. Now, scrambling ability, is he a dual threat? Is he a Lamar, Kyler, uh, Cam, whatever? Yeah, no, not really. I mean, he could move around really well, you know, for sure. Uh, he could buy your, he could buy himself a couple of seconds and he could extend plays, but I wouldn't necessarily call him a threat on the ground. I gave him a solid seven, you know, and I don't think he'll ever really become that quarterback that will have to use his legs a whole ton unless he really needs to, which is fine because he's talented enough as a thrower. Now, throw on the run ability, you know, this is something that you kind of see a lot where he breaks the pocket uh, or he's rolling out and whatnot. He's usually pretty accurate, so I gave him an 8.1 here. Like I said, it could definitely improve. I would say under pressure, significantly lower completion percentage, I would say. Um, and on top of that, there are also times where you just need to understand, hey, you have more than enough time and room to set your feet and throw. You don't exactly have to throw on the run. And so that, I guess, blends into decision-making more than throwing on the run ability because I think the ability itself... He has shown to be really accurate. Uh, I'm going back to that though against Rock Canyon in the end zone there where he rolls out and he's under pressure. He throws an absolute dot between corners. That shows where his throw on the run ability really could be. You know, and then that other throw where he made over the middle where he had to run around and stuff. That was big time as well. That was an off-platform throw. And so the talent is definitely there. I think as he gets stronger too. You know, you'll be able to throw a wider range of uh, some of these throws on the run because uh, you didn't see too many throws where he's just launching it downfield, like 20 plus yards downfield on the run off platform. Uh, and I think that's just an athleticism slash maybe conditioning thing, as in he just needs to get stronger and he will. He's not going to be at 170 pounds his entire life. So there you go there. That will make that rating go up significantly but pretty solid at an 8.1 i think it's pretty comparable to a lowish three star three star talent still though now pocket awareness uh gave him a seven i think there are times that he knows the pressure is coming but he doesn't know from where <laughs> and, and or how many players they're sending from where and there's a lot that kind of goes there. I'm going to talk about pocket movement too before I expand on that. Pocket movement gave him a 5. Um, he has shown the ability to kind of step up in the pocket. But uh, I think the habit is that he's always going to roll out or try to roll out. Or have his eyes on running the football and gaining yards. And, you know, defenders, they, they know when you have your eyes to do that. And you don't keep your eyes downfield and all that stuff. But you'd rather roll out before you 
you throw. Um, and that's, you know, a safety thing. I mean, some quarterbacks, they do that just so that they know, hey, I have a couple, you know, seconds here, a couple more seconds than if I was to step up and deliver a throw here. Uh, and so he could definitely improve on that awareness. Just And that just starts with film breakdown, like I said, or just watching film, understanding, hey, this is where the pressure is coming from. This is what I got to do in this situation. Whether it's delivering the ball quickly to a route that'll get open against the coverage. Or, you know, stepping up, buying yourself a couple more seconds so that a route can develop in time. And then you could deliver it from there. But I think he could definitely improve on all these. I'd like to see him uh, not always roll out, but really work that pocket, you know. Learn how to throw in kind of a dirty pocket as well. Too. I think there are times where, you know, the the pressure's not quite there yet. There aren't hands on him quite there yet. But if he was to throw this ball, he would definitely, you know, get bumped or uh, get hit or something like that. And so I'd really like to see him continue to improve on uh, throwing in a dirty pocket while knowing, hey, I got to bring it down and, you know, move around a little bit or uh, all that great stuff. There were a couple of times in that Rock Canyon game where they brought the pressure and he just didn't handle it as well. Uh, specifically, there were two times, or sorry, three times. One of those times was when he rolled out, and they're ready for that. And so they kind of, he kind of rolled into the blitz there. And so that wasn't great. Uh, actually, there were two times like that. One of those times was on an extra point conversion. I want to say there, um, that really just stood out to me. And then there were two times where. If he slid up into the pocket at the correct moment, I think he would have avoided the pressure, the blitzers altogether, but he slid a little late, or sorry, a little earlier than he should have, and kind of slid right into the hands of those defenders. And so if he waited a minute, let his lineman really push those guys outside and climbed that pocket there before delivering it, I think that would have been a lot better off. And so there you go. And then frame and size gave him a 7.7. .7. Altogether, his overall grade is a 74.2 which is solid here but i do want to point these things out here uh number one biggest strength he has arm talent you know this is a kid with a clean pocket he could make all the throws all over the field short mid deep um throws a beautiful deep ball too you know and he would throw it with great accuracy with good timing and all that stuff now under pressure that's a little bit different and so i think that's something where uh, he just needs to improve on, you know, just throwing under pressure, throwing in the dirty pockets, knowing when to move up, understanding blitzes and coverage and blocking schemes up front, understanding um, the coverage they're giving you, and then also understanding the situation, you know, do I need to go deep in this moment right here? Or is there going to be something that opens up underneath or in the middle or whatever, you know, and like I said, first year starting quarterback, he's going to understand those things. He got better game by game here, you know, and so I'm not super concerned about that. But I think that's definitely his biggest strength here. He just he has arm talent for sure, you know, in a clean pocket, he could deliver all those throws. Uh, now, biggest weakness, like I said, is just being under pressure. I already talked about that. That's just something he needs to work on. Continue to get better. Continue to watch that film. Study a defense. Know what their tendencies are. Know what they want to force you into in certain situations. But, you know, honestly, this is a quarterback that I would really just keep an eye on because I was really impressed 
by some of the throws he was able to make this season. I mean, just looking at some of these games, again, to Rapaho, you know, that was a relatively clean game. 15 of 23, 120 yards, a touchdown, 65% completion rating. Um, only threw one touchdown, though, and they lost 12 to 16. I think there are definitely some opportunities in that game, specifically that play where he took a shot into the end zone rather than taking the uh, underneath route or the route over the middle. That would have been a touchdown as well. And so if he played, I mean, if he just cleaned up a couple plays there that's definitely a winnable game against a playoff team against a playoff team that had a bye by the way so just keep that in mind against rock canyon uh, another team uh who was really close to having a bye i mean 11 of 25 275 yards i am gonna say his receivers did drop two wide open touchdowns on two different drives beautiful throws downfield in stride in rhythm it just wasn't caught by the receivers um not gonna rail them too much but those are also plays you gotta make at receiver not bad plays by Elliot Ming at all uh those are two plays that would have won them that game as they only lost 20 to 23 narrowly missing that upset there and so you know missed opportunities there not always by Elliot you know it's a young team all around him and so he's gonna have to continue to grow with these guys encourage them and all of that great stuff be a leader in the locker room as well but just looking at some of these other ones i mean he got better as the season went on his worst performance was probably against rocky mountain they only lost that one by three but he threw three interceptions only completed only completed half of his passes in that one obviously rocky mountain was a team that gave plenty of other teams issues um the upset mountain vista in the playoffs I think that's worth saying, and so they're a quality opponent. But if you want to be a next-level quarterback, if you want to be a guy that plays on the college level, you got to beat high school playoff teams, uh, or at least play well enough to beat those teams. Sometimes you can't always control the outcome of the game, but you can control your side of things as at least. Altogether, though, really excited for his development. Uh, hoping to see him at one of these 7v7 uh, scrimmages or camps. We will be going to the Ducks 7v7 tryouts. Um, well, at the time we released this, we would have went to field work yesterday. We'll be going to the combine next week. But we'll also be at TFG Team Full Gorilla all day on Monday for those tryouts there. And so hopefully get to see him at one of those. I think doing some 7v7 over the offseason would go a long way in helping him recognize some of those things and uh, that I told him to work on, you know, some of those coverages and blitzes and all that great stuff. So, yeah, but real excited about his development. This is a kid that could really be special. Don't be surprised if he has a breakout season next year. So, boom, there you go. That is Elliot Ming, sophomore quarterback going into his junior year out of Cherokee Trail High School in Aurora. Now the next quarterback I want to talk to is Koa Dietrich. He played for the Junior Buffs this last season. He's not in high school yet. He's an 8th grader going into high school here. Class of 2027. Um, but this is a kid that we've kind of had our eyes on for a minute here. This is the first time though that we are doing a little 
you know, spotlight film recognition on him. Uh, we've known about him since his Pueblo Predator days when he played for them uh, and Coach Joey Montez. Shout out to Coach Montez. He's over at Vista Ridge right now, and he's also a team for Gorilla Coach, so things will get really interesting there, but we'll talk about that later here. Um, but shout out to him. He kind of put us on to Koa here. But Koa Dietrich is a quarterback slash safety. We'll be evaluating him at quarterback and in my opinion he's one of the best quarterbacks in this little class here uh will say wasn't able to watch any games in person uh from this last season just because there's a lot going on we lost the guy here on the podcast and all that stuff and so we lost uh someone that could go out on saturdays and watch these games hopefully going into next year that changes so just throwing that out there but go up talk to him uh was able to get some of his highlights here which was pretty long it was about eight minutes and this is also a kid that we saw like work out and throw in person in the off season last year uh so there's always that as well but let's go ahead and talk about him when evaluating him, we'll be using the same uh, rubric that we used with Elliot Ming. If you want to you know, hear about how we evaluate quarterbacks, you could go back a little bit and listen to that quick segment at the beginning of there. But, you know, I just want to keep that or keep this in mind that I'm going to evaluate Koa based on how he would do as a high schooler. You know, and so there are some things that I can't you know, predict correctly or accurately just because middle school to high school, that's kind of a weird transition type of deal there. Uh, didn't th- didn't watch him play against high school talent, watch him throw against middle school talent. And so some of these are projections, but we have done this before with DJ Bordeaux, Beckham Kritza, Trent Seaborn. We've had a Brady Vodka multiple years. You know, we've had a couple quarterbacks that we've done this with and it's worked out. You know, all those guys started as a freshman, well, Trent being an 8th grader, but you know what I mean. So, there you go there. But I'm just going to go down the line, list out all the grades here, and then talk about it later. So, Arm Power gave Koa an 8.1. I think right now as an 8th grader, he would be a serviceable quarterback, Arm Power-wise, across the state. Starting quarterback that is on the varsity level. Accuracy, 7.9. Timing on throw, 7.7. Overall mechanics, fluidity, 8.7. I think he has a pretty smooth throwing motion. No hitches there. No big red flags there. Um, Could watch him more and, you know, edit that. But I think that's probably around the grade I would give him anyways. Decision-making skills, solid 8. Scrambling ability, 8.5. Throw on the run ability, 8.3. Pocket awareness and pocket movement, both a 6. Frame and size is a 7. For a 76.2 grade, that's actually higher than Elliot Ming here. Um, but with good reason. And so, Cole Dietrich, first things first, is a tough dude who has shown really the ability to lead any team and earn the respect of his teammates. I truly believe that. He is not like a lot of quarterbacks. You know, this is a kid that doesn't really care about getting hit. He would take on the hit, he would take on the physicality, and then he would throw a dot on you. Or he will run you over for a touchdown, or a first down, or for even an extra yard. He's a gritty kid at quarterback. He's somebody that handles pressure really well. You could tell he's not afraid to get hit, and that's a big deal. You know, that's definitely a big deal here. Um, 
I mean, he's someone that's real passionate about the game as well. And so I want to throw all those things out there. This is a kid that's going to come in. He's a gamer. Um, he's going to be a good vocal leader. And, you know, he's going to really be able to win a locker room here on the next level, on the high school level, in my opinion, if given the reins. So there you go. On top of that, you know, he's definitely somebody that has a little bit of a closer mentality if you need to win a game. If you need a winning drive or a closing drive, as in you don't need a score, but you need to get a couple first downs to run out the clock, he could do it. You know, he will step up and he will find a way to get it done. He's not going to shy away from that. And in my opinion, he's a good student of the game. Really got to talk to him. Well, not only the last year when we saw him in person, but, you know, over the season and whatnot. Uh, he's a smart kid. He understands um, how the game works. He understands things a little bit more situationally than some other younger quarterbacks that even played on the varsity level. You know, he is a very smart football player. Um, he really puts in the work on the little things, which inevitably, you know, it matters. But his biggest strength, in my opinion, is that he's really dangerous in space with his agility and that he is extremely accurate in short game situations. Um, let's talk about his scrambling ability first here. That's one of his highest grades here at an 8.5. I wouldn't say he is, I guess, the fastest top end speed wise, at least, you know, comparing him to how he would do on the high school level. But he's definitely somebody who's fast twitch quick enough to string together a couple moves like juke, spins, all that stuff, and really make a couple guys miss. He just has a knack for stringing together all those moves and just being really tough to kind of just, you know, break down on because he is so agile. Um, he could make a couple players miss, not just one, not just two, but a couple players miss. He's almost guaranteed to make at least one player miss in open space. And so you got to tackle him. You know, you just got to. Um, you got to be real disciplined and gang tackle him even there. And so with that ability, you know, I would also say, you know, when he is feeling pressure and whatnot, he has a great ability to elude all of that and find some space and throw a good ball here. Uh, I mean, he's a real elusive player. He's not somebody that I feel like many defenders will be able to get clean hits on unless he initiates that contact or decides beforehand yeah I want to you know I want to hit this dude you know uh and so that's definitely something I really like you don't see that every day you don't see that ability every day uh from any type of football player whether it's quarterbacks running backs receivers just having that ability to be just quick twitch like that you know um, on top of that, you know, just really love his accuracy in short gain situations. When I evaluate arm accuracy, I'm looking at the three levels here, short, medium, and long here. I would say his he's most accurate in short gain situations, um, specifically in the red zone. was really happy to see a lot of red zone plays here because I think that's I mean, obviously, that's where it really matters um, in football. Can you punch it in? You know, can you score a touchdown when needed? Can you score, period? Um, and he showed that he can, whether it's by running the football because, you know, if it's short gain, he could make a couple guys miss, dive for the end zone, he's in. Um, he's a threat on the ground. If he's throwing it, whether he's in the pocket or he's running around, he is lethally accurate within... I'd say within 15-ish yards, or we could even say within 20 yards, but I'd say 15 yards for sure in the red zone. He's going to throw a dot, uh, and sometimes, you know, 
Is it the best decision? No. Most of the time it is, though. There's not many times where he's really forcing it. Um, but a lot of the time, I would say, there's nothing you could do about some of the throws he makes because he's just better throwing the football than you are uh, playing defense, and he'll just put it where the receivers could get it, have enough space to put their toes on the ground or put a foot down and do their thing there. He's extremely efficient in the red zone love to see that you know love to see these red zone plays here he's somebody that will get you a touchdown whether it's on the ground or through the air um when it comes down to it and so uh yeah i mean that's that's big time you know that's definitely big time there's something that i criticize a lot of quarterbacks about uh or you know evaluate them on i don't want to say criticize because i feel like it's warranted most of the time is you know how they do in the red zone you know because you lead a great drive to get in the red zone and what do you do? Do you choke or do you settle for three or what? Koa here is not one of those guys. He's somebody that's going to take what the defense gives him. He's going to move the ball until, you know, he has to make a play to really put it in the end zone. And he does a good job. He's real clean with it there. And so love to see that. I'm sure a lot of coaches love to see that. So there you go there. This is definitely uh, a red zone weapon right here um, in Koa Dietrich. And he's only an eighth grader. He's going to continue to get better, get stronger. But for now, extremely lethal in the red zone. Now, I am going to say he has to show the ability to stretch out defenses by, you know, throwing downfield, getting vertical and whatnot. And most of the time, I would say um, he does a good job. Uh, here's the thing, though. I would say on a lot of these deep throws, I'm talking like it's one-on-one, -on -one, he's just throwing it deep, you know, he has great timing on it, and so it's accurate football as he knows when to time um, his throws and all that, I would say probably at least 80-ish, 70% of the time, and it's a great deep, deep throw ball, but... There are times where he throws slightly late and it's just underthrown. And so I am a little worried about his arm power here. But I think, um, you know, as he gets bigger and whatnot, uh, his puberty goes to high school, all that great stuff. It's not going to be a big concern. Uh, what I do love is that he's very accurate downfield um, and he knows that, hey, you know, I may not have the strongest arm, and so I got to throw it, you know, before the receiver is within 10-ish yards or whatever. And so he, ha he does have great timing, which I'd rather have a quarterback with good timing and then, you know, just get him in the weight room and work on his arm power and some other things there. And so downfield, you know, am a little concerned about his arm power, especially that mid to deep range there. But I think as he grows up, gets bigger, you know, hits a real high school offseason program, it's going to change, you know. Um, it's definitely going to change. He's not uh, somebody, in my opinion, who has a naturally, like, you know, who naturally has a cannon, which is fine. You know, if you look at some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, even, you know, not everyone has to have a Justin Herbert cannon to be great. You know, in fact, most of those guys are just better decision makers, and that that's better in the long run, honestly. So, there you go. And... Yeah, I kind of believe that with Cole here. I mean, it's hard. Like I said, it's hard to evaluate because I'm sure every week, every month, he's getting stronger. You know, that's just how it is at this age. And so we'll see how it fares on the next level. But for now, I would really like to see him continue to improve there. Um, you know, get bigger, get stronger, all of that great stuff. Um, as he gets stronger and more explosive, I think that's also going to help his scrambling ability. Because like I said, he has real good uh, quick... Twitch movements, you know, he's real agile there, good footwork, 
top end speed could definitely use a little bit of work as acceleration i would say could use a little bit more work here but you know that's just you know off season stuff honestly just getting bigger stronger faster all that great stuff um last but not least though some things i would like to see from him more moving forward i'd like to see more mid-range throws like on digs deep outs comebacks i did see a couple like a handful i would like to see him really get accurate and lethal in the mid-range game because right now he's lethal in the short range game if he could get lethal in the mid-range game there's really nothing stopping this dude you know you look at quarterbacks like joe burrow and whatnot those are guys that really thrive on that mid-range game especially when they're under pressure and they know like okay you know these blitzers are coming i'm not gonna have a lot of time but this guy might open up right before i get hit i gotta learn how to throw under pressure throw under duress if i could deliver this throw this mid-range throw could end up being a big play whether it's a touchdown or a huge first down or a huge chunk gain there and so i would like to see him continue to work on that i'm not as concerned about these deep throws here like i said i think that's just an off-season thing just continue to get bigger stronger make sure you're stretching too so you're not overwhelming your body there but yeah i'm not as concerned about the you know about the deep throws here i think he's gonna eventually develop that he has shown good timing that's all i'm really looking for when looking at middle school quarterbacks you know can they throw with solid timing or is that something they need to work on or are they just kind of throwing it deep and hoping their fast guy gets down there you know we'll see i mean there, there are definitely some of those things there with koa but i think for the most part he has shown that he could throw with great timing so i'm not really concerned about that and you know how i feel about those short throws so there you go but you know i really like Cody dietrich as a player i think a lot of the things that make him great um are off the field type of stuff you know he's someone who's going to take care of business he's not going to get in trouble he's dedicated to the game he has a good mentality when it comes to it i think he's a good leader you know and those things do matter you know because as you develop as you catch up with some other guys who are a little bit ahead of you uh, developmentally advanced at this point you know it's gonna matter you know the little things always matter and with koa here i know he does work on the little things there are some things i was really impressed on uh he has shown the ability to really make every single throw i am gonna throw that out there i just like to see that more on a consistent basis i would say the junior buffs are probably the best middle school team in the state and so there's a ton of talent there you know now when he goes to high school and he doesn't have as much talent unless he goes to like a cherry creek or something crazy like that it's gonna get interesting you know it's definitely gonna get interesting to say the least here but you know this is a kid who's a real student of the game and he's extremely lethal in the red zone and i think that really shows what kind of player and where his potential is if he could be lethal in the red zone you know someone who's gonna punch it in nine out of ten times maybe even close to ten out of ten times you know that really shows where his potential could be in all other situations i think this is somebody that could really be a lethal quarterback that could control the entire pace of the game not just in the red zone but driving up and down the field i think he's somebody that really situationally gets it you know and um, that's something that i criticize a lot of qbs for but you know hopefully we get to see him at tfg um 
that's one of the places that he said he might be at you know we'll see about that and all of that great stuff here i'd love to see him throw against some good comp there but altogether, um this he's he has the potential to be the best quarterback in his class and one of the best quarterbacks in the state i'm talking top five quarterbacks in the state if he continues to develop both mentally and physically you know so obviously a lot of what ifs but that's middle school but yeah but anyways thank you so much for rocking with us if you want to listen slash potentially watch more film breakdowns go ahead and subscribe to us here um wherever you're listening to us on spotify apple podcast um all that great stuff give us a good rating as well you might as well since you're already there and if you want to continue to listen to more slash potentially watch i know i did say that uh subscribe to us on youtube and twitch we'll be dropping more film breakdowns and hopefully be doing more live stream uh, breakdowns here in this next year where you could see the plays we're talking about and see what we're actually talking about there um all of our content will be there and on top of that show some love on social media so you know when new episodes are dropping because these were kind of i mean we announced it on sunday and that's pretty much it i guess we're also posting a graphic on uh, tuesday when this comes out as well but go ahead and make sure to follow us there to know when new episodes drop that's at playmakers corner on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok but once again, y'all have a happy holidays and tune in for this Friday for more top five seniors breakdowns and uh, top five seniors position list out here. And we'll catch you later.